It's time for Tower Talks with Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast. And here is your host, Inside Towers business editor, John Celentano. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in. This episode is sponsored by Inside Towers Intelligence, a quarterly market report that dives deep into the wireless infrastructure ecosystem. It looks at market trends, capital expenditures, relevant M&A transactions, and more. Intelligence is designed for managers, marketers, and investors. An annual subscription also includes an exclusive briefing and online support. The 2022 Volume 4 issue is available now, and we're already working on the 2023 Volume 1 issue. For more information or to subscribe, visit insidetowers.com intelligence. Tower climbing has been cited as one of the most dangerous jobs anywhere. Beyond working at heights, a good part of the challenge for working at, uh, at above ground levels is just the physical toll that climbing up and down tall structures demands. Often fatigue uh, becomes uh, a, a risk factor for the workers. Power ascenders have been available for a while now and are starting to be incorporated into tower climbing training and safety standards. Our guest today has been here before, and Brian Bertrand is CEO of Ronin Revolution, the company that developed the Ronin Lift Power Ascender product, and he joins us to provide an update on the Power Ascender use in tower climbing. Brian, welcome again to Tower Talks. Great to be back, John. So just to um, level set the discussion, the last time we talked about the basics of tower ascenders, where they could be used and how they help climbers. Uh, bring us up to date on how widely power centers are being used now and uh, you know what's driving the interest and current demand for them in tower climbing work well we're definitely we're definitely seeing a lot of growth for the technology um from last year into this year um which is which is great we're starting to see more people uh getting visibility of the product what it can bring to the table um, and so we are getting a lot of attention in what we're doing. And, you know, you know, at Nate this year, you know, one of the big panels and discussions is going to be on power to send your technology. And so, you know, if you look again, what this technology is really bringing to the marketplace, you know, specifically for towers, it's, it's bringing a lot. One is obviously fatigue reduction mm-hmm. um, and efficiency, but as well as, you know, career longevity for our climbing techs. Um, and uh, recruitment efforts, you know, yep. of getting them better technology and, and keeping them healthy and happy within this industry. This is a really integral uh, piece of equipment that can really start to change that paradigm. Yeah. So I gather that climbers are being trained on the proper use of power senders in uh, various schools and training programs. Um, are, are there any minimum climbing competency requirements before you can actually use a power ascender? Well, you definitely need some some background in at-height climbing um, mm-hmm. to begin with. And, and, you know, again, you know, with power ascenders, you're working off synthetic ropes. And for a lot yep. of tower techs, that's going to be a very uh, new, um, uh, new kind of medium to work across as opposed to hand over hand uh, climbing. So there is some, you know, uh, outside of the ascender itself, there is some basic rope access skills you need. Mm-hmm. And part of that training that we're trying to, to bring along with this technology, we're trying to do it through the climbing schools. You know, for example, Ronan, you know, has a program that we'll be releasing this year at Nate okay. Safety LMS. And it's yep. you know, focused heavily on power descender uh, use and, and okay. certification 
uh, course with the Ronin Lift to kind of support that educational aspect that needs to go along with the technology. A big mm -hmm. portion of, you know, the Nate White Paper, um, you know, as well as bringing awareness and understanding of the technology and how it can be used is also the need to make sure that the workers and that are accessing the technology have a basic understanding of the technology and how they can use it. Yeah, you mentioned uh, uh, safety LMS. I mean, uh, other schools are, are integrating power centers into their training as well, I trust. They are. Again, I mean, this is relatively really new equipment in North America, if you, if you mm -hmm. look at it from that standpoint. So, you know, as we've discussed, I think on our last podcast on how, you know, standards and, and curriculums get developed, yep. You know, it really starts at a base level of, of best practices within industry and yeah. then it kind of builds up into standards and then it kind of builds up into to regulations. So it's kind of this bottom up approach on how technology is, is brought into industry. And so where we're really at now with, with the power to senders is we're starting to get some widespread use of this technology. And those are those rumblings of best practices getting developed within industry. And so our goal here now is to continue to elevate those best practices. The best way for that to happen is using the technical schools that are in place yeah. specific to those industries um, to develop those best practices around the product. And so our goal with Safety LMS is obviously being within Tower and their background within that industry is to help them yeah. develop those best practices around this technology, specifically in the Tower industry and to continue to elevate that up. And by doing that, that gets us closer to what everybody wants to see, which are standards in place for the yeah. technology. So there is yeah. a goal to see this get an ANSI standard for this technology class. And that's kind of the next step up after the best practices are developed and trained against. Yeah, I mean, I was pleased to see the uh, white paper from Nate. It, it kind of laid out uh, sort of a groundwork for where um, power senders fit into the, into the the, um, the tower climbing business and and for our listeners if they're interested in taking a look at that as well it's available on the nate website natehome.com and um, you can uh, download that white paper on the power senders to um, to get a better understanding of the the perspective and, and the support i mean i was pleased to see that you know nate is lending its uh, its support to to this product i think it yeah, gives you know, a lot I mean, of credence a big congratulations out to Nate in in taking a uh, in really starting to look at this technology. I mean, if you looked at it across all industries, you know that are operating with, at height within yeah. North America. Yeah. Nate was the first to really jump on this and say, "Hey, this is a valuable piece of technology. We know workers are using this technology currently right now. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to continue using it. It could have a big impact in improving our industry." And we're going to get behind this early in the front. And they're really the first industry to really bring this into the forefront to start to develop that within North America. You know, we see our power descenders used in tons of different industries. Mm -hmm. But really, within that tower industry, they're really starting to get behind this at a much higher level than the other industries have yet in North America. And it's really exciting to see. Yeah, no, that is good. That's encouraging. I mean... You know, because of the high safety factor associated with tower climbing, you know, new new products or new um, devices or new techniques don't 
make their way in very easily. They they have to be fully vetted. And uh, I think we're starting to see that with, with your product. I think so too. And I think everybody is just really recognizing how transformative this technology can really be for mm-hmm. the industry. So when you really look at it from a, a worker's first approach in terms of improving safety, yep. improving recruitment, improving uh, career longevity, this tool has some of the best options of really being transformative, you know, in this industry in a way that that other PPE hasn't had the ability to be able to do. Yeah, yeah, very good. You mentioned ANSI. Uh, is that sort of the, the gold standard in terms of standards that you want to uh, have have them write up on the power sender? Yeah, I would like to see. So right now, if you look at it from a standards <laughs> standpoint, you know, the rest of the world is a little bit ahead of, of North America in that they have developed some standards for uh, this type of lifting equipment. So, for example, this there is an existing CE standard for power okay. sensors that's used okay. in Europe yep. and some of the other places. But what we would like to see in North America is there is a gap in those standards mm-hmm. from the Nancy side. And we know this technology is here. We know it's getting more widely deployed. The overall goal with Ronin when we came out within this industry was to not only, you know, be the forefront of bringing this technology out and widespread use, but also making it affordable enough that it could have widespread use. And really, if you are going to have technology in in a nat height environment that is being widely used, widely deployed, rolled out across organizations, um, you really need a a standard associated with that technology class for it all to come together. Yeah, you mentioned a couple other industries. Just out of curiosity, what, um, where, where do you see a lot of usage um, already in in other industries besides tower climbing? So we see, uh, I mean, from an at height standpoint, we see um, uh, tons of use in, in a number of industries. This would be telecom and power utility, yeah, uh, arbor care, mining, oil and gas. Um, rescue, <laughs> um, yeah, building yeah. and facade maintenance. I mean, people just do not realize how many men and women are up on uh, roads each and <laughs> exactly. every day. Every day. Our infrastructure. It's, it's yeah. crazy when you think about it. But I, I think sometimes, you know, we don't always look up to see what's going up. And, and yeah. as humans, we love to build up and we love to build tall structures. We don't always think about the maintenance. But most of the time, that's that's happening with mm-hmm. men and women climbing and, and up on ropes. And this technology is really, you know, a piece of equipment that's really transforming the way that height is accessed. And, and so, you know, it can be instrumental in helping all those industries and instrumental in helping develop a really healthy, happy workforce. With yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, safety first, right? Safety um, always. <laughs> So you mentioned, you mentioned Nate, we're going to be at Nate. Um, I, we're actually all looking forward to it. It should be a, a pretty good show. What do, what do you have in mind uh, to, um, um, to show there and to, to demonstrate? Well, we have a lot um, that we'll be showing at, at Nate. Obviously there's a panel discussion uh, yep. in, that's going to be going on on power to center technology hmm. where, you know, the white paper is, is I would say more formally introduced to the, the Nate community okay. at the show. Um, obviously, Ronan itself in our booth, we're going to have, uh, you know, ropes going up to the ceiling, ascenders being used. We'll be showing some of our newer equipment that's out there. Um, so we have a, a, a few additional ascender models um, that we're releasing this year. And those ascender models 
will be shown at Nate also that nice. they go along with the Ronin lift. So, you know, our goal is always to continue to be uh, the smallest and lightest, most accessible sender in the marketplace. So we'll be mm -hmm. introducing some of that new technology that's out there um, and what is available. And we're trying to get as, as small and as portable as possible here in the future. So it, there'll be some interesting stuff to take a look at at, at Nate from that standpoint. You know, we, we always talk about uh, euphemistically a tools in the toolbox, but this is literally a tool that you can put in the toolbox to when you go on site and, and have to do do work on the tower. Yeah, no, if we have if we have our way, you know, the way we look at this tool from just even a, a climbing tool to a rescue tool, mm -hmm. this is something we want to see on each and every service truck available and ready to use. Because that's really how yeah. we look at the technology. We really look at it like a tool. And that goes a lot with the messaging yep. we have. And, and so when you really look at equipment out there in the marketplace is, is well, what really makes a tool a tool? A tool one has to be, it has to do the job, it has to do the job mm -hmm. well and provide some efficiency. It's got to be accessible. You've got to be able to get it. It has to be affordable and it has to be something that you can train on and roll out across your organization. Because at the end of the day, if you can't roll that uh, tool out across your organization, you'll never experience the gains of, of the, that it can bring to your yep. operational environment. And so then what you end up having is products stay in a very niche category, which is more like a, a gadget and something to look at, but not yep. something that can be transformative. And our goal with Ronin is always to make this tool extremely transformative to these industries. Mm -hmm. And that goes why we make things as affordable as possible, is as widespread use as possible. It's easy to train on and learn on as possible. Um, those are all go with our messaging because we do think this this tool will be extremely transformative. Excellent. Okay. Well, look, I'm I'm not inclined to test it out at the show, but I'll I'll stand back and watch. Uh, some some uh, some trail trained folks uh, show show us how to use it. But yeah, uh, no no doubt. I mean, there's always it catches eyes and people look at it and it gets the yeah. wheels turning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every year we're at these shows, you see more and more uh, technicians and, and business owners looking at this and, and really mm -hmm. starting to understand the messaging we're trying trying to bring. And and, you know, like I always tell any of the younger guys at the show, I'm, I'm like, you've got a long career ahead of you. And if you're in the at height industry, if you're in the climbing industry, mm -hmm. As you work through that industry, the goal is to try to keep yourself as healthy as possible. And what happens in the climbing industry is those injuries start to stack up layer by layer. And yeah. before you know it, yeah. you have a, a, a layered cake you don't even want to take a slice of <laughs> over time. And so no. our goal is we can preserve that uh, body and that longevity longer and make for a healthy, happy career. And we can keep everyone climbing. That's really success for us in our mind. You know, what we okay. don't want is an industry where every single worker, you know, looks at the industry like this. I start my way at the top to work my way to the bottom. That's not what we want. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Well, this is great, uh, Brian. I mean, always a good conversation. And um, uh, we certainly look forward to um, um, seeing you on site at Nate. Any concluding remarks you'd like to leave us with at this point? Yeah, I mean, the biggest ones, you know, is we're, we're starting to see great traction with companies that are looking to to roll this product out. And so yeah. we're extremely encouraged by the larger national accounts starting to mm -hmm. get behind this technology. 
Um, you know, this year we have uh, SAC Wireless, the Nokia company. They're starting okay. to roll this out and they've really bought into the messaging of getting one of these on each and every truck. So every single one of the wow. crews have access to the technology and we're continuing to see that. And the companies that get behind this technology are going to be a leap and leaps and bounds ahead of the other companies out there. You know, this will really be a technology class that if you don't invest in and you don't roll out across your organization, you're going to fall behind um, in terms of, of operational capabilities, yep. in terms of recruitment, in terms of, of career uh, turnover. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, we encourage all those businesses at that show, come stop by our booth, hear our message, hear what we're trying to do. We can help you also roll out this equipment so that you can be just as successful and just as a transformative in terms of, of safety and operational capabilities. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, we're, as an industry, we're under pressure to have enough workers to do the job. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and, and it, it just, from what you, from what you've described, you know, this is um, enhances the safety aspect and, and the health of, of the workers. And um, in some regards could be a force multiplier, you know, in, in the sense that we're not wearing out our force, our, our field force, um, uh, by having them, you know, just be physically tired all the time. Um, and this could help that. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is a workforce that's under major constraints right now. Yep. It's already overworked. It's already having difficulty bringing in new talent. It's having difficulty retaining that talent. And if we go in there with the mind frame of just, we're going to go continue to do the same thing. We're going to continue to provide the same equipment. We're not going to look at how we can make and bring in equipment to make the, the, the work-life balance better. Yep. And we're not going to hit our recruitment goals. We're not going to hit our retention goals. Mm -hmm. And the industry is overall going to suffer. And so it, we have options to help change that and, and work, make that paradigm shift. And we need to start taking a, a hard look at it and what we can be doing differently to, to improve upon that. And I'm, I'm telling you, this technology is a big answer to those challenges. Excellent. Okay, great. Uh, for folks that may not be attending, Nate, what, what other shows do you have lined up um, as we oh get into Oh my gosh, we have, um, we have a number of shows going okay. on this year. So we'll be at Nate. Uh, we're going to be at the Construction Expo in Vegas. We're going to be at the Wind Show in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. uh, the fire rescue show, the FDIC show in Indianapolis uh, will be at the IQE power utility show, obviously. And we'll be at uh, tree care international this year, TCIA this nice. year. So we got about six, six or seven shows that we'll be at this year featuring the product. You know, it's crazy. All these industries are all feeling that same pressure. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're all looking at it because it's, they're all recognizing this, this is the direction they need to head into. Excellent. Well, Brian, again, thanks for the conversation, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you at Nate. Awesome. Thanks, John. Right. I appreciate the time. And thanks to everyone who joined us today. Stay tuned for an upcoming Tower Talks episode. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Tower Talks. To subscribe to our podcast, our daily newsletter, or use our other industry resources, please visit InsideTowers.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast.